American Financing is our uh, sponsor, and I want to talk to you about calling them today because if you're paying over 4% on your mortgage, you're overpaying or the credit card debt. If you have any equity in your home, you can refi right now and take the money out uh, from the uh, from the mortgage and actually pay those loans off. Or you can just roll all of that credit card debt into your home mortgage which uh, then has you pay them off immediately and you're only on the hook with a bank at a mortgage rate, you know, less than 4%. You're going to be able to pay it all off a lot faster. Save yourself hundreds of dollars every single month, maybe as much as $1,000 a month by calling American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. All right, the radio broadcast begins in a minute. to tell you the only thing that is running through my mind today is what my mother used to tell me all the time when I was in a mood like this son check yourself before you wreck yourself and I was like that's good mom I've got to write that down for 40 years in the future anyway not in really a good mood because our USA Olympic team lost not just one but two Lost. Wait. Wait, either... Either I care about that, or it's that I didn't watch it at all, and I'm actually kind of glad, strangely, that our USA Olympic team is losing. I... Hang on, I'm confused. See, this is what my mother said. I'm wrecking myself because I didn't check myself. Oh, my... Hey, masks are coming back in style. We're very excited about that. We'll tell you about it coming up in just a minute. Deborah lives in Massachusetts. She writes to talk about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, Glenn, I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. Guess what? I I don't know what. My hip pain, which I've been living with for years, is totally gone. I used to have a horrible time even sleeping because of the pain, but all of it is gone now. I love how I'm feeling these days. Deborah, thank you. Thank you for trying Relief Factor. I'm so glad you're one of the 70% where it actually works. Thanks for writing in as well. And four days? Shut up. Didn't work that quickly for me. It took me, it, it honestly took me about two months. I felt the difference in 30 days. Uh, in three weeks, I felt a difference. I stopped because I was denying it. I was like, no, it's not working for me. And then I stopped taking it. And they were like, ow, ow, ow. Yes, it is. But it really changed my life. And it can change your life as well. If you're living in pain, just give Relief Factor a try, like Deborah did. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors and 70% of the people try to uh, try it. Go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Oh, man, Stu. I'm going to talk to you about the Olympics soon, but not right now. 
All right, now we have bigger fish. Hold to me fry. back. Yeah, just wow. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about that. Mm. Aren't you? Oh, me too. My yes. gosh, I watched either all of it or none of it. Guess which one? Um, here's a, a story I want to just start with because it's Monday, and I think we start with some good news. Equality is finally here. And women, you have to love these progressives because they've done so much for you already. And yet they keep doing more. (laughs) The Senate Armed Service Committee uh, has approved language, uh, language change in the National Defense Authorization Act, which will expand the selective service uh, to um, uh, to a new requirement under the threat of imprisonment. For 18-year-old males to submit their names to the National Registry, potential military conscriptions, uh, now women have to do it, too. So let me just go down this list, okay? Um, You lost girls' sports. I can't say it that way. You gained the right for boys to play girls' sports, so your daughters just can never win. And congratulations on that victory. I think that's a very, don't you, Stu? Wow, that's I think incredible. That is, yes. That's a great wow. victory. I think that's one that women have been fighting for for a very <laughs> long time. Uh, you, you also have had the, mother, the term mother uh, finally has been replaced with birthing people. Ah, and yes, I, yes. Yes. Wow. And I think, mm. an, again, another big victory for women all mm. around the world, birthing people. <laughs> um, it, 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 me too has pretty much made the cry of rape into kind of like a car alarm that nobody pays attention to, which I wow, think is another one. great thing. Achievements. Another, yes. And now, women, you can finally go to war uh, and be drafted into war, which if I've heard women once, I've heard it a million times. Where they're like, you know where we really need to focus? Going to war. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. They always say that. Yes, they, they always do. do. They always want to be shot at. Congratulations. Wait a minute. What? They always want to be shot at. <laughs> and just- I think it's, uh, mm-hmm. well, that's saved for the African-Americans in their own communities. Oh, that's you right. You know, now getting rid of all of the police. And again, yeah. African-Americans. Who needs police The progressives are serving you like crazy. It's going well. Isn't it's it? It's going really it well. Is. It, it is. It is. Especially for all those things that you've really wanted. For instance, let's just talk about the COVID vaccine for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we know that there are people, there are crazy, crazy people that are not getting the vaccine. Crazy people. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay. These people. That won't do it. Red hats. Uh, well, they're always wearing red hats. Unfortunately, it's not the red hat thing. No? It's not. No. From the South, though. In, they're all from no, the South. No, 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 no. It's uh, mainly the uh, Hispanic and African American community. Mm. Now, let me ask you a question here, Stu. If you're an African American and you've been being taught that white people are trying to kill you and that it's a systemic racism so the hmm. system is trying to kill you and keep you down right uh and the president reminds you of the Tuskegee institute <laughs> uh and you're constantly being force fed you can't make it white people hate you how likely are you especially when they're saying it's trump people and the the head doctor who's really pushing all of this stuff 
was with the Trump administration, mm. still with the Biden administration. How likely are you to uh, run out and get your vaccine? I love this because the the NFL is in the middle of this controversy now where they've implemented pretty strict rules uh-huh. on on whether your players have vaccines or not. You could lose games. You could lose millions of dollars in salary. All these pressures are now coming on these players. And a few of them are come, stepping up and saying, look, I don't want to get take the vaccine. I'll I'll sit out. DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You should save this for uh, when uh, uh, when. Uh Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock gets on. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he'll go yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, but just to give a quick background yeah, on yeah. it. And what's funny about it is, like, you look at the populations of, of people, and as you point out, African Americans are the number one racial group that do not want to get vaccinated. Hispanics are number two. And you'd think this would click with the mainstream media. You have been telling African Americans, basically, that this government and this society has them at the opposite end of a gun in which white people are just on the other side itching to pull the trigger if they can just get away with it. All they need to do, if they could just find a way Mm -hmm. to escape the charges, they would kill every Mm African-American in this country. They hate them so much. Yes, sure. By the way, take this new vaccine we came up with. (laughs) Like, what do you think they're going to say? You have washed... This entire population marinated them in this idea that every white person in the world is out to kill them if we're riding, driving down the street to the to the extent that in the middle of a pandemic, you told us it was more of a public health threat of police based racism, a government representative that was so racist they just wanted to kill you that was a bigger threat than the actual pandemic so why on earth would an african-american want to take your vaccine again i i'm a fan of the vaccines i think the people should get them in, in almost all circumstances that being said would you be convinced of this if your news feed was constantly non-stop police are killing black people uh, the Trump administration was the most evil racist uh, or, or organization in modern history. Screw Hitler. He was nothing. We're talking Donald Trump here. By the way, the guy who is the face of the response to COVID when Donald Trump was president is now the face of the vaccine. He's going to go on television 900 times a day and tell you to take it. So wait a minute. Are you saying that? Let me just use a, a moment from history. Are you saying that? Uh, Native Americans, while they were being round up by the Democratic president, (laughs) Andrew uh, Johnson, Mm -hmm. that if Andrew Johnson would have said or Jackson would have said, uh, you need to get a vaccine before you go out. Are you saying that the Native Americans wouldn't have trusted him? Another example. Let's say mm. let's say uh, you're FDR and you're rounding up all the Japanese. And before you go, Japanese people, you you should be you should get a vaccination. Are you saying that the Japanese shouldn't trust FDR? <laughs> they may be a tad skeptical. OK, one more one more sure. example. Mm-hmm. OK, let's say you're uh, President Biden. And everything that your party has done uh, since the beginning of time was keeping people in chains or uh, when that finally was was uh, abolished because, you know, a bunch of people from the north came down and killed a bunch of people that were Democrats. 
um, and they stopped it. And then you went into reconstruction and started the Klan, everything else. Then you were, you know, you know, a part of resegregating the military, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that Jim Crow laws were passed. Then you had the Great Society, which has destroyed the black family. Then you had a guy who was the president who had there was better job and better employment and better uh, employment uh, numbers far as uh, incomes go as well uh, for black and Hispanics. And then you came in and you reversed all that. Are you saying <laughs> that those people might might come under suspicion? Yeah, it's a, it's huh. a shocking idea. That is weird. And look, I'm a I'm a tad skeptical of the look. They know about the Tuskegee experiments. Well, first of all, they know about the Tuskegee experiments because what you've told them about it. Right. The history of this has been completely manipulated. Was it a good medical experiment? No, I will say no on that. However, did they inject them with vaccines to give them illness? No, even though everyone seems to think that. Did they inject them with syphilis to give them syphilis? No, even though people seem to think that. What they didn't do was give them treatment for syphilis when they could have cured it. They wanted to see how how this would progress if untreated a terrible idea by the way a terrible experiment run by a head physician who was black mm, and a head hang nurse on, hang on hang who on. was black hang on mm-hmm. i don't know about those two but i can guarantee you it was a progressive that was behind this idea <laughs> I'm sure. let's not blame it on the black doctor let's <laughs> just, let's, let's let's be serious yeah. here it was a progressive that was like hey what happens if we just let them fester <laughs> you know, it does sound like yeah. a, very, a progressive yeah. idea yeah. the bottom line is though like why would you need to go to the tuskegee experiment there's no 24 year old nfl player that's like i just i mean those tuskegee experiments they're talking about how you're saying right now there's a genocide going on of black people that's what they're worried about you are telling them that every other second a black person gets pulled over and shot for no reason in broad daylight and no one does anything about it would you trust that organization to help you with your help with well you with your only health? if i was also told that it was systemic in the government and there was no way of stopping it the people who are all white they don't even know they're (laughs) they're killing people right they're they're persecuting black people then i might be then i might be a little hesitant even the people you used to think were your friends that are absolutely not racist now you're supposed to think they are racist and actually are out to get you with a a system that is crushing your souls but trust that system for your medical care except yeah i mean you're supposed to trust you're you're not supposed to trust any white people because all white people are guilty except for the white people who are in the administration that's true. The people and, who who wrote the books right, about this are right. usually innocent. They are and, they are very <laughs> trustworthy. <laughs> Again, African Americans, all of this, you have the Democrats to thank. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like women, congratulations, you can now be forced to go fight a war. I think a lot of progress is being made. Battle for our age is taking place in our minds and our hearts of our nation children. Uh, today, all across America, millions of kids are having their ideology shaped by soulless machines of both Hollywood and our own public schools. From the lessons they're taught to the books they're told they ought to read, our kids are caught in a thick swamp of bad ideas. Wait until I tell you the latest uh, of what's happening in our schools. They don't care. These teachers don't care. They just, they're just they just doing it anyway. 
The best way to combat ideas is to promote good ones. Don't silence voices. Give them something to hang their hat on. The Tuttle Twins books are an exploration of the things that make us a freer, more perfect union. They teach the accurate history of the United States. They explain how things like the free market and limited government work. And kids and grandkids of all ages should be reading these books. So get them now for your kids or your grandkids of all ages. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com right now. Get 35% off. They'll even throw in all the activity books for free. Buy them for your kids and your grandkids. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off today. 10 seconds, station ID. Now, wait a minute, Stu. Maybe, maybe we could have white babies uh, do the injecting and the research on the virus. Because white baby, <laughs> Oh, damn it. I just realized even white babies are racist. They are. That's oh, right. That's from right. birth. Yeah. yeah, I just read that book. And man, I'm, it's really kind of wrecked my weekend. Anti-racist baby? Was it that one? Yeah. Because that one is more about teaching your baby to be anti-racist Race. so that we can lock mm. in this uh, this grift right. for for Ibram X. Kendi for children who grow up as babies for 20, 30 years, 40 years from now. He It'll can still great. be raking in the cash It'll for speeches. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. So Team USA uh, falls to France. Uh, it's the first mm. Olympic men's basketball loss since 2004. We, we lost to France. Mm-hmm. France, yeah, like just to say it again, France. Mm. It's and amazing how these guys who spend all this time telling us what a terrible country we have are not representing the flag the way we'd want. Uh, what a weird thing! I am, I'm, I for one am surprised that these NBA players who have been constantly, uh, basically lighting up the country and telling us how terrible it's been for the past five years would not be able to perform in this patriotic ceremony. It's a stunner. Well, here's one of the one of the problems, uh, Stu. They, they were very tired from being so woke. They're woke all the time. When do they sleep? Mm-hmm. When do they sleep? That's a good point. When do you they need your sleep and you, you can't have it anymore. You no, need to be woke. You're woke all the time. Um, and I, I think it's I think it's great. Also, you know, last week, uh, the uh, women's softball team lost first. I'm sincerely hoping it's not the last may i ask were you old enough to remember the olympics when we had the evil empire of the russians to root against yeah uh, loosely yeah i kind of feel that way Mm -hmm. where i i don't really follow it i didn't really follow it then i just the only time i would follow it was like to root against you know right the soviets and i'd be like yeah and now you know, when the when the volleyball team loses, I'm kind of like, yeah, Ooh, wait a minute. What am I doing? You know what I mean? Mm. I'm almost rooting not against America, but against the frauds who say they represent America. Yeah, I, I could see how that would inch into your thinking, especially with people like like the NBA players who have spent yeah, and the so volleyball much time. team. I don't I mean, I don't know anything about the volleyball yeah, you team. Do. What's, What's her name? The lesbian with the purple hair. She's soccer, isn't she? Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Not yeah. volleyball, soccer. Soccer, okay. soccer. The yeah. soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. okay, yes, I can see that. I don't know my sports. I know it was involving a round ball. That's it. And that's you nailed I that part yeah, of it. I did. I, I will say. I, thank you. I root against, I always root against the U.S. soccer team, both male and female. 
always and i've done that forever mainly because i don't want it to become more popular and covered more you know it's gonna so i want the i want the i want the u.s to be the embarrassment of the world when it comes to soccer because Mm soccer is so terrible Mm -hmm. but this is just added fuel to the fire Mm -hmm. and i will say i you know i was i do remember growing up you know watching like the dream team you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like Mm -hmm. when the when the nba players were dominant it was so much fun to watch i love those guys you now look at it and it's just it's just tough to to care I, I they do everything they can to make me not care about their sport everything they can I, and i love sports you know glenn and i'm not a, i'm not a boycotter at all i know like i don't I I, I, i'm against that you'd watch yeah you'd watch the devil himself if he was playing yeah because i, I love I, that, no, look like, if if he's beating lebron Stu is there he's I, wearing i'm with satan the t-shirt He's wearing, he's buying it. I'm pretty, especially if he's playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Uh, and, got, and that would be the time team to sign right, him. Right, we all realize right. that, that the Eagles would sign Satan. Right, sure. But if they did, I probably, I, you know, I don't want to say that. <laughs> they might yeah. come close to cheering him <laughs> on. I, I will say if like, you the think guy, there might be some eternal ramifications <laughs> for this particular comedy line. <laughs> I thought this joke might be a little bit too expensive. <laughs> I thought by month eight in the fires of hell, I might, have, <laughs> right, I might regret, regret it. Yeah. You might. Uh, like, that shouldn't made that joke. No. Nope. That joke went too far. <laughs> that, went too, that went too far. But look. Wish I, the Catholics were right about that whole purgatory thing. <laughs> Should have been Catholic. Should have been Catholic. <laughs> but it is that. It is that. Like, I'll look past a lot of that. It, but it's one thing to every era of sports has had people who disagree with you who think crazy crazy things go back in sports history you're going to find a million of them that believe all sorts of insane things this is like it's so uh um propagated by the league itself it's it's the only thing you're allowed to say you're not even allowed to have the alternate opinion anymore you're not even allowed to say you know what i think you know this is this was uh you know i think donald trump did a good job or i think uh, maybe there isn't systemic racism i mean look at you know drew Brees is the ultimate example of this a hall of fame quarterback one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game and he came out and basically said like yeah i i'm i'm with you on all this uh all the systemic racism stuff totally on board with all of it i just don't think you should kneel for the flag i had relatives who served in the military i just don't like that as a particular protest he was almost run out of the league i mean they they he had to beg for forgiveness because he didn't want people disrespecting the flag in the united states that's where we are right now more in a second This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, Stu, I just want you to know, <laughs> yes. I love the joke. It counts. Just <laughs> no, I, I stopped no, before I it was think, done. No, I think he's right. Just because you thought it, it's already. Anyway, American <laughs> Financing, I want you to look at the historically low interest rates we've been seeing. It's it's not hard to think it'd be a good idea to give American Financing a call for a free mortgage review. No obligation, no pressure, no upfront hidden fees, just a simple conversation about your loan and options that could fit you better. Imagine walking in, uh, walking away with a thousand bucks a month in savings, and that's possible, especially if you do a consolidation loan and pay off those high interest credit cards. The market is in your favor when it comes to financing right now. It might be uh, the perfect time because this might not last very much longer. 
Go to American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. We have Jason Whitlock coming up later in the program. You're going to love his commentary on this stuff as well. blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program, and welcome back to Mr. Pat Gray, who has been on hiatus and vacation mm-hmm. for the last week. Wow. Wow. World hasn't changed at all, has it? No. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. We're thinking about the masks coming back. Yeah. We got that going for us. Yeah. In fact, uh, as we were driving through St. Louis, they were reinstituting the mandate. Yeah. Did you so, Did you put yours on? I did not. You no, did not? No. I did not. Even though they were reinstituting Even though they were reinstituting Today it's it, mandatory. And we were on their freeways. Wow. We said, nope, I'm we, not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. Wow. You are so, a rebel I am, living on the edge. I am a How are the people of Missouri uh, and uh, and in Illinois, because you were up in that area? Yeah, I was. How, uh, how are they doing with the mask thing? They're they, done with it. They're, they're done, done with the web. Yeah. They're <laughs> really? done with the mask thing. Really? We went all over Missouri, Kansas, Illinois, Iowa. You know how to have a good time. We do. Yeah. We do. We yeah. saw more cornfields yeah. than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> and I've been shaking sticks at cornfields for and quite a while. Does it work? Or no, no, it really is not as much fun as no. advertised. <laughs> That's but, weird. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Nobody's wearing a mask. Really? Nobody. A few mm. waitresses, yeah. but that's it. Usually in the restaurants, they weren't even wearing a mask. But I will tell you the thing that is going on is the employee shortage at restaurants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It Huge. is critical. Uh, many restaurants completely shut down because they can't get enough employees. Which and is it's, crazy. It's, it's not because of COVID. It's because they can't get the employee, which might be sort of related to Might COVID. be sort, might sort be, of maybe. related in a yeah, way. I'm shaking my stick right now uh, <laughs> at that, to see if that's you, what it is. And you keep yes, shaking it because yeah. um, I think it might. I think it's on to something. <laughs> I'm not, but the stick is. Yes. So, uh, you know, there's a there's mm. been a lot of go- uh, stuff going on while you were away. Don't know if you heard, but uh that we're we're we're, not, we're going to be uh, relegated to the ether uh, if we if we ask questions now that the CDC or the White House doesn't want us to ask. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, w- why would you ask something like that? Sure, uh, sure. it happened uh, the other day with uh, with Jen Psaki being asked a question she she didn't really like. Vaccination status of employees. Well, they're vaccinated here in the White House medical unit for the most part. Go ahead. Oh, Kelly, I'm sorry. I'll come to you next. Two questions. One, this administration has long claimed that you're trying to get the most transparent history. If that's the case, why won't you just release the number of breakthrough cases that you had of vaccinated staffers? Well, I think first we're in a very different place than we were six to seven months ago as Mm. it relates to the virus. Uh, And as many medical experts have said, inside and outside of the government, uh, those who are vaccinated are protected from serious illness. Most are asymptomatic if they are individuals who are vaccinated who get the virus. Uh, And, uh, you know, we are in a different place uh, in terms of the impact of individuals who may have, as you said, breakthrough cases. Why not just provide the number? Are you trying to hide something? No, but what is the why do you need to have that information? 
case of transparency Wait, in the interest of the public, knowing, having a better understanding Why do you of need how that information? cases were here in the White House. Well, first, amazing? there are uh, the CDC tracks, and let me give you this information, too. And she goes on the to CDC answer questions tracks. that were not related to that one. Right, but she doesn't like that question. But she doesn't like that question. Why, why, do, why, they we... need that? why do they need that question under the uh, uh, Trump administration? Uh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Why do any of us need any question answered <laughs> by you? Isn't that what we're supposed to do, and then you answer them? Right. I, I thought that's how it worked. <laughs> what is our arrangement here? <laughs> yeah, what am I? You answer questions, yeah. and I ask them. Seems like you make $174,000 a year to answer the questions yeah. I ask. And we should point so, out, she is our employee. She's yeah, not right. like, people could look at that. It's completely because, been flipped on its yeah, head. Yeah, it's been, it's it's a it's a position that's responsible to the public. The press secretary is supposed to give us information. It's not an, a campaign official, which is what they've become over the past couple decades. That's for sure. But I mean, she's supposed to, her job is to get mm-hmm. information from the White House to us. It's not to defend right. President Biden. It's not to ask why you need that information. No. Because no, I just want it. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Plus, about it's that? my job to get it. How right. about that? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, the American people want to know. How about that? <laughs> Crazy. It's just uh, unbelievable what's going on now. But like everything else, it's been completely flipped on its head. And we apparently have no it's, right to any information anymore. It's almost as if everything is inside out and upside down. Isn't it, though? Mm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the goal was to create mm-hmm. enough chaos mm-hmm. to turn us upside down and inside out so you won't recognize anything. It's absolutely happened. It's absolutely yeah. happened. And they've taken their mask off, too. They don't care anymore. Well, they should put that mask back on because Fauci <laughs> no, says they should put that right. mask back that's on. Right. That's I've, right. I've, I am not as anti-mask as I thought I was. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about wearing my mask uh, into stores and, you know, any place that says you have a mask. I'm going to wear it and I say, yes, I wear it as a hat. <laughs> that doesn't, I'm not sure that's exactly I what I think it's like a little for. Amish hat. I think it's like one of those little, <laughs> it is a nice hat. It's it a is. nice hat. Yeah, it it's is. a very nice hat. And it stops the, the satellites that are spying on your brainwaves. Uh, potentially oh, yeah. deflects it? some of that. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't. I already checked. Oh. It doesn't. It Darn doesn't. It. I yeah, thought t- that too originally, and then I I started doing some research on it. I'm like, damn. Well, because I thought the tinfoil works as a conducting. Uh, <laughs> it does. Device. It it's, does. It, it's it what does. the government wants you to do to yeah. avoid the brainwave uh, tinfoil detection. hats. That's why they've been pushing it all these mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, did you hear <laughs> the um, the audio of of Fauci? defending the funding now of yeah the wuhan lab yeah mm. yeah no that last, didn't happen guys Th- no that, that was last happen. week oh that's was. last week listen to this audio critics say the wuhan lab experiments were nonetheless risky whether or not they fit that category and obviously the chinese government is not a good faith partner they're not allowing transparency they're not allowing a real investigation everyone but so the it's a chinese matter of policy going forward given that the chinese government won't allow any real investigation do you still think the U.S. government should collaborate with labs like Wuhan, especially on research that experts consider risky? Hmm. Well, you know, Jake, if you go back to when this research really started and look at the scientific rationale for it, it was a peer-reviewed uh, proposal that was peer-reviewed and peer given reviewed. a very high rating for the importance of why it should be done, uh-huh. to be able to go and do a survey of what was going on among the Mm. bat population because Mm. everyone in the world was trying to figure out what the original source of the original SARS-CoV-1 
was. And in that context, the research was done. It was very regulated. It was reviewed. Was it? it was given progress reports. Uh-huh. It was published in the open literature. So I think if you look at the yeah. ultimate back rationale, why that was started, it was almost as if you didn't pursue that research, you would be negligent right, because <laughs> we were trying to find out how you can prevent this from happening again. Mm. You'd uh, be negligent uh, but, uh, if yeah. you didn't do the research that they didn't do, according to him. But it was all peer-reviewed and watched carefully and monitoring. Uh, so, you know, it was done carefully, but we didn't do it. But we would have been negligent had <laughs> we, we not do it. <laughs> yeah. What? Has there ever been a bigger lying sack of crap than Anthony Fauci? I, I don't know that there ever has been. Is there? I mean, is there anyone? Oh, yes, there has, has been. Has there? Really? Yes, there has been. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he's just, uh, pl- um, uh, uh po- say it for me, proliferate. Uh, poli- Ah, he prolific. Just does a, yes, prolific. 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 Yes. He, does he is that. a prolific yeah. liar. He is. Uh, yeah. um, you know, it's a broad, broad, it's very narrow. It's only about right. COVID, but it's very broad inside <laughs> that narrow category. Yes. Wait, it's almost everything he says. Is yes. anyone questioning what he said? Like, no one's questioning whether, like, this research was started to begin a pandemic. Like, no one thinks that, like, they were like, you know what? Let's start a pandemic. We'll start some research to get it going. Yeah. Like, no, well, everyone understands said that. That the idea. Start with the at false the be- premise. Right. The beginning of mm-hmm. this, yes, we can understand why you'd think about this. But he continually does this and plays these semantic games where, like, they said, okay, gain-of-function research is banned. And so... Hey, let's go through a process to try to justify that this isn't the the definition of gain of function, so we can do it. No, they did that after, right? Yes, the, they started the peer review. Ta- yeah, all said that it was that it was right. gain of function, and it was peer reviewed. Yeah, I don't it, know if you heard the that. The documents, but it the was papers, peer reviewed. Peer reviewed, okay. but they yeah, were good, titled good. gain of function. Yeah, but they were peer reviewed right. and, <laughs> and closely they, scrutinized. They peer reviewed their way into get to being able to do exactly the research. Exactly right. right. They had their they set up their own guidelines. Yes, and then they said, "How do we get around these guidelines?" Correct. And so they got around the guidelines. Then they after the after it was quote unquote a success. Then uh, they had to publish a paper on it, peer reviewed paper, by the way. Mm-hmm. And in it, it said that this um, uh, this was done before you know the United States held back the funding, even though we gave back the funding mm-hmm. back to them. Um, and it said, but a a peer reviewed review was done by peers right and they looked into it <laughs> yeah. and this one can continue oh that's good to hear so that's good to they, hear. it was peer-reviewed the whole time and closely scrutinized and like that's a <laughs> like the question wasn't even about that it was about should this continue in the future and he wouldn't even he didn't even come remotely you don't, close need, that. To answer you don't the question. need that answer uh what you need is how many peers of mine have uh, reviewed, reviewed this. it. Okay. Yes. Now, yes. How I, many peers have reviewed lots, it? Lots. A lot? Lots. Is okay. it peer reviewed? vast though? majority of my peers. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. How many peers do you actually I have? have? More than I can count. Okay. Why do you need that That's question? I don't yeah, need yeah, that question. I withdraw the question. Thank you. You're getting a little hostile Yeah, I apologize. Why are you questioning me? I shouldn't. I shouldn't apologize. I'm sorry. I would accept your apology, but you're white, and so you can never do enough to apologize. It's just thank you. Welcome back, Pat Gray. Thank uh, you. Nice to have you back in the uh, studio. Good to be back as well. Are you still hosting that program called Pat Gray Unleashed, available everywhere? I am. It usually happens, in fact, just about every time, right before this show. What really? How mm-hmm. would people, how would one acquire 
this why are you asking that show? why do you need that question answered well i guess i <laughs> don't know the people but i'm that. willing to i'm willing to it's wow. uh you know you could you could go to the blaze radio television listen to it there mm. or anytime wherever you get your podcast that sounds convenient wow. usually it costs about 130 dollars to download it but <laughs> right. it's uh, free now we've discounted it 100%. This, this this man Whoa. is magnanimous. This, this man wow, has gone the extra yeah, mile, incredible. even just answering mm-hmm. a question that shouldn't have been asked in the <laughs> yes. first place. Sorry. You're welcome. Let me tell you about Car Shield. Dealing with car repairs can feel like a lose-lose situation. You lose your money, you lose your time, and if you're like me, you're apt to lose your mind while you're at it. You don't have uh, the right coverage uh, because you don't have any coverage once yours is expired. If you have the right coverage, when something goes wrong with your car, you can... You can repair it, and it's not going to bleed you dry. This is CarShield. Taking care of a covered repair with CarShield's administrators is incredibly easy. And they handle all the paperwork and the expensive payments so you don't have to. You could literally end up saying, saving thousands of dollars. And with CarShield, you get to pick your own mechanic. They do all of the rest for you. It's, it's like a personal team of auto repair problem solvers. Plans from CarShield provide coast-to-coast road, road, roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. CarShield has helped over a million drivers, and they can help you. So do CarShield. Get, get them on the line right now and save. It's a win-win. Get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go further. Visit carshield.com slash back. Save 10%. carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I, I love the Cleveland uh, 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 Guardians. Love that name. I think they had to be hammered. I think th- <laughs> I, my guess is that the, those involved in changing the uh, Cleveland Indians' name. Said I can't I I cannot I cannot do this sober, and so you know maybe maybe you know one of the head guys was out on the bridge and like you know Bill's gonna kill himself if we change the name of the Indians. No, he's not. Yes, he's out on the bridge right now, <laughs> standing next to that big that big statue on the. Br- hey, maybe that's it. That statue's called the Guardian. What are we calling the Cleveland Guardians? <laughs> now, I believe that's the way it happened, and I would like to submit some evidence. The what are you? What did I tell you? Saying the Cleveland Guardians already taken. <laughs> There's another team called the Cleveland Guardians in their own town, <laughs> and they even have their own website. Nobody, n- nobody, nobody, no. Nobody checked the dot com thing. It does seem like an important idea to check ClevelandGuardians.com <laughs> well, before only you name. if you believe in the internet. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if you think a there's passing, a future, it's a passing trend. Yeah, if you yeah. think the interwebs have a it's future, a you usually would go to ClevelandGuardians.com, which is a male roller derby team. And I, 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 I never <laughs> thought of that. I know. You'd think before you book Tom Hanks. To come in and narrate your launch video, you go to the website. What kind of attorney do they have? I, because they had to go and search Cleveland Guardians I, before 
Did they not? I can't believe they didn't. It had to be. Maybe it was one of these things where the where the owner of the site was like, "Screw you guys! If you change the name, I don't want you to have it." And they've they've already given up. And they said, "Well, we'll name it theclevelandguardians.com or whatever." I don't know. I don't know what they did, but all I can tell you is, you should probably have control of the website. This is why it's difficult to rename a team now. There's a guy in Washington who you know predicted. Uh, as it turns out correctly, that the world would become much more woke and the Washington Redskins would no longer be allowed. And so he went out and he bought Washington whatevers.com and came up with a hundred different things and booked oh all of them. Gosh. Now, they what, what they wound up doing, they couldn't come up with a team name and they've decided to just go with Washington football team. Which is hilarious. I, I, think, I have that one. Washingtonfootballteam.com. <laughs> surprising that was one of the things he didn't have. Right. I actually think that one turned out to be brilliant. And I liked it at the time. Most people hated it. Now, I would have preferred staying with Washington Redskins because all the complaints about them were stupid. But if you had to change the name, I like Washington football team because I'm an NFC East fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I, my dad was a Giants fan. One of my good friends is a Redskins fan. Everyone here is a Cowboys fan. No one on earth calls them the Washington football team. They just keep calling them the Redskins. Because there's no substitute. They, if they came out with the gar- the Washington Guardians, eventually people would transition. No one calls them the football team. They either call them Washington or they say the Redskins. And so essentially the, the team in a way has not really been renamed. At some point, the woke left is going to notice this I, I, and they're going to make them change it again. I have, I have a feeling... <laughs> Uh, Cleveland, the Guardians, haven't really officially changed their name either. This is the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, I want to talk to you about Bilt Bar. It's oh, a nice reminder for uh, for us to have one. They're delicious. It's uh, Bilt Bar. This is one of their newer flavors. This is uh, Grasshopper. Uh, this is Grass Grasshopper Cookie. I think this one actually cookie, is yeah. no longer available. What? I believe. I believe uh, this is one of their limited time flavors. They have. Nine like cur- yeah yeah constants. yeah. No, this one is I'm saving this and this box. Is- Actually, you gave this one to me already. So. No, I think I need no, that I back. No, it's it's probably bad. It's probably bad. That- but this is a this is a candy bar. Thank you. This is a candy bar more than it is a protein bar. It's it's you know really health for healthy for you. Made with 100% real chocolate, zero guilt, 100% great taste, 150 calorie 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, six grams of sugar, five net carbs. I mean, they're really, really, really good. Um, it's more of a candy bar. Try them for yourself. They have nine different flavors. They're coming out with a new one tomorrow. I'll tell you about tomorrow. It's built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Hour two of the program begins in a minute. America, well, we finally have captured, captured one of the Capitol riot suspects. He's been nabbed. Man, I feel so much safer now, don't you? Uh, He was was nabbed by the feds with the help of a dating app, Bumble. 
And uh, so that's, uh, you know, just, hey, don't worry about don't worry about the Fed using all these apps and, you know, making sure that they have back doors to everybody to get all your information. You are perfectly safe. You just don't have to do anything, you know, that is wrong. You know, like like don't wear a mask. You know, that happens. Or if you disagree with the government in any way, that that would probably be bad. But but other than that, I mean, what do you have to worry about? I want to talk to you about the Justice Department here in about 60 seconds. Stand by. Um, Alicia lives in California. She writes in about her experience with a relief factory. She says, I'm a grocery store store worker. Ever since the first coronavirus shutdowns, I've had to work double shifts pretty regularly. Well, she's 53. Why? I mean, why did all the young people leave? Anyway, she's been working double shifts. My two uh, bad knees were just not getting any rest, and I would literally have to limp to and from bed every night and every morning. A few weeks into Relief Factor, and the pain has decreased substantially. I am so thankful for this amazing product. Alicia, I'm so glad uh, that you took Relief Factor. I wish you could help with the pain in in the ass that is California, but you'd have to move for that relief. Um, Thanks for writing in. Relief Factor will change your life. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. And I want you just to try it for three weeks. If you see no results at all for three weeks, then stop taking it. You're part of the 30% where it doesn't work. But if you're part of that 70%, you get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. Yet another Capitol riot suspect has been nabbed. Thanks to... Do we have uh, film noir? Do we have... Do we have... I need something very appropriate for this, this crime update because forget about all of the people that are being shot in the streets. 914 this weekend, blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about the real crime and the real criminals. Yes, that's right. I'm a cop. Yet another Capitol riot suspect has been nabbed. Thanks to his stupid boasts and photos he posted on social media. This time on the dating app Bumblebee. Our own FBI was watching and working with Bumblebee. Houston business owner Andrew Take 32 discussed his participation in the riot on Bumble. And he sent several photos. I don't know why why they said that all of a sudden, but anyway, he was a Bumble user, and uh, he was trying to get a date. And he said, I was at the Capitol riot, and oh, yeah, I was there with pepper spray. Well, he's in the slammer today, Jack. And he's going to like his new date options. Now, I don't know about you, but I, uh, I, it doesn't make me feel better. Doesn't make me feel better. I mean, I'm glad that a guy who, if he really did something wrong um, and he did pepper spray the police, I'm glad that he's uh, in jail. But I don't like the fact that the government has done everything, including, you know, started to partner with uh, apps and uh, Facebook and Google and everybody else, including the banks, to just hand them our whereabouts. I don't know. Kind of sounds like China. 
I think I agree with everything you've said here. Thank that you. I am, even the musical choice. Even the musical yes, choice. Yes. And that I also am happy that if someone did something wrong, they're in, in jail. And also I am happy. I'm concerned about the way the government and, and tech are combining. However, if the guy actually typed, I was at the right. I was. I believe it less. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's just I kind of have a tough time tying this particular incident into anything other than the guy being an idiot. Yes. Right. Yes, I agree. But it was with the help right. of Bumble, they say. It's true. They say. So it was a help. I mean, if it was like, you know, if the guy posts it and somebody right. wants to call the FBI, that's because you're a dummy. I mean, it's not like remember when, the, you know, these people, they'll they'll. They'll do something. They'll rob something. They'll be like, look, at I'm just looting this door. Well, in the good old days, you'd go to jail for that. Uh, and you'd, you wouldn't have any sympathy because you were still. What are you posting it online for? You right. think cops that's, don't watch Facebook? That's not going to get to somebody. And that's the line, I guess. Right. If, if Bumble's yeah. reading private messages and then reporting them. I have not been on Bumble in quite some time, Glenn. This is going to be shocking. Uh, but if oh, that, I don't know there all the time, <laughs> I know you're there all the time. You're, oh my God. It's weird that it's, it's actually your homepage yeah. uh, for your, for your <laughs> web browser. Me so much. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I'm it. happily married. I would never do anything, but you know, just to let women know that, Hey, maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? Just to mm-hmm. help them through the day. Just to help them through the day. Get them yeah, through. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, there's no chance of me doing it. There's got to be a private messaging option, though, I would assume, on the service. Don't know. I don't if, use it. All, don't the only thing I know about Bumble, and because yeah. I've had friends who have been on Bumble, and they describe something called the Bumble Mountain. Have you heard Bumble, of this? No, I have not. So the Bumble Mountain is... <laughs> never even heard of Bumble, so... <laughs> no, it's, it's one of the big... Yeah. It's like a... It's a big... Almost as big as... Um, I mean, maybe not almost as big. It was one of the, the developers of... What's the swipe, swipe left, swipe right one? All of them. What is it? Are they all like that? They're all the same now. What, what's the main one though? That everyone? No, Bumble's not the main. That's the number one. Tinder. That's what I'm thinking of. So, so Tinder is. I like, was thinking it was Fire, but I knew that was wrong, so I didn't say it. Okay, but I was close. Okay, close. You're close. Yeah, I was Tinder. So I believe Bumble mm-hmm. was created by a woman yeah. who worked at Tinder. Uh huh. Left that because she felt like women were objectified and such on on no wait a minute Tinder, wait, which is a stunner. The whole swipe white swipe left swipe right. Right, one. you're just judging them on their looks. Right. That, how is that shallow? I think I have the story. Right. Okay. So right. she goes and then she starts it. And I believe Bumble is one where maybe the women have to reach out first. Okay, I have this right. So every guy I've ever talked to who's been on Bumble says there's something called the Bumble Mountain, which is basically you go on Bumble, like you go to a new city or you're in a new area, you go on Bumble. And the first like 25 women you see that you're matched with are incredible. And that's, you're at the top of the mountain. And then for the rest of your time on Bumble, you're just going, going down. you're rolling down a mountain <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and the women get less and less attractive as you go down it. So that's Bumble Mountain. In case you were wondering, in case you were thinking today, I'm going to say, hey, you know guys, I, I, I was inside the Capitol spraying pepper spray at people. You've only got up the first 25 or so that it's worth it. Then take that information I off. never thought I would get a dating tip from <laughs> Jay Leno, but I have a good dating tip from Jay Leno. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I, I love this. Jay Leno said, you know, I talked to all my friends who are, you know, they're making it with some hot babe. You know, and uh, they're like, oh, and it's she's crazy, but the sex is great. Mm-hmm. And and he said, yes, but when the sex isn't so important, you're just left with crazy. <laughs> uh, I think that's really good. Yeah. I mean, let's not let's just remember mm-hmm. the, the sex kind of, mm-hmm. you know, 
is not as crazy and great as it as it as it usually you know is in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm digging a hole here, and I just I yeah. realized it as a just oh, yeah. blame well, it on luck, Jay Leno. Luckily, this isn't being broadcast to, to an area your wife All could right, possibly listen to. Uh, let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so the wow. Uh, so we have uh, we have something else. So we have them going after this very very bad guy with pepper spray. Forget about forget about Portland. Uh, they got him. They finally got him, and they've done everything they can uh, to get him. Now um, I just want to throw that's the Justice Department doing this. The Justice Department also dropped the cases against um, Chinese researchers accused of hiding their affiliates, their affiliation with the Chinese military. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, mm. I mean. You know, we were trying to root out all the alleged China, you know, intelligence gathering people here in the U.S., but that was so, oh, last year. Mm. Uh, we've we've decided that we don't need to find those people. And so they've uh, they've 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 dropped the visa fraud charges against the uh, Chinese researchers that were here. Well, what possible uh, importance could a bunch of Chinese researchers everyone was thinking it mm-hmm. and you know it just took you to say it I mean what that just seems like a waste of time and money you know yeah, yeah. Well, why go after the Chinese mm-hmm. right now they mm-hmm. seem like mm-hmm. they're in a good place mm-hmm. nothing wrong going mm-hmm. on over there mm-hmm. and, you know sure there's they've built some new mm-hmm. Uh, apartment complexes yes behind some large walls right uh, just over 300 of them yeah and they're great and they're great and and, and they've then, got good schooling in there. Good, really good, good education, education camps. Yes, yes. camp activities. Uh, all right, so let me uh, let me give you this one too. The Justice Department is just trying to clear the books. You know what I mean? They just want to. They're so darn busy. They just have to you know make some priorities. Justice Department has uh, dropped the investigation in, into Tony Podesta without uh, without any charges. Mm. Now that's good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Is it? Is it? <laughs> I mean, the Podesta group was deeply involved in Ukraine. And the minute they uh, fired uh, man, uh, what was his name? Uh, he ran the Trump campaign for for a few months and then he was arrested. Oh, Manafort. Yeah, Manafort. Yeah. Paul mm-hmm. Manafort. Um, when uh, when they went after Paul Manafort, uh, Paul Manafort was working with the Podesta group and Tony Podesta. And as soon as they uh, as soon as they arrested him, Tony Podesta kind of went in hiding. He uh, shut his office, immediately fired everybody the same day and fired everybody. He was like, oh, we're not doing this anymore. I don't know what uh, just going on vacation. Uh, Some unknown country that doesn't have extradition rights. Uh, That's what I want to do. And it was one of the most successful lobbying firms. There was no reason to do it other than there is dirt. So the the Justice Department started to investigate him, but they're so busy now, uh, they just mm-hmm. shut it down and they're like, there's nothing to see here. Now, in a completely unrelated uh, news story, Tony Podesta has a new job. He is the uh, chief lobbyist now for Huawei. 
you know, the hmm. Chinese firm that's run by the Communist Party. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, the that is, is trying to get 5G because then they can take all of our information and have control of everything that comes out of the United States. Wouldn't the one great? where there's widespread international agreement that they're doing shady things. Yes. Uh, and yes. we've banned them. Uh, yes. We've gone and well, that was so old last year. Yeah, it does yeah. feel like a last year Tony Podesta is on the case now, so he's going to make sure everything is on the up and up. And he's free to do so because he no longer has that investigation hanging over his head. Mm. Uh, by the way, um, the Justice Department also has dropped the probe. This is all this weekend. You know, they were working late. They were like, we got to prioritize. Guy. We have too many things. Uh, the Justice Department has dropped the probe on the deaths at the New, uh, uh, New York nursing homes. Nothing to see there. So they're not going to get involved uh, in involved at all uh, uh, in that. So I think we can trust our Justice Department is on the right track. Don't you? Mm. They're not looking into corruption. Oh, by the way, not looking into Hunter Biden either. I mean, there's rumors that they are, but not really. I mean, he's got his big uh, he's got a, he's got his big art show this weekend. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, his his art show, you know, he was told that he was he had to be ethical here and he couldn't know who was buying anything. And so he's not, although he does have a uh, cocktail party with all of the potential buyers prior to the art sale. Um, so, but I, they are under strict orders not to say, Hey, I'm going to buy that one for $500,000. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he's, I mean, he might know who was in the room, but he doesn't know who bought anything. So, and that's pinky promise. They are not going to, by the way, do you know who they're marketing this to? It's, it's weird because it's come out in the United States, but they're not marketing it to the United States. They're marketing hmm. his art world to all of the art collectors in Asia and China. Huh? Uh-huh. That's so weird. Yeah. Now, I know you have a big art show coming yeah, up. Yeah, this weekend, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, are, are, you, decided, are they also marketing this to lots of Chinese No, not a, not a, not a soul in China. Like any care. Saudis? Nope. No, 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 no. Nobody in Ukraine. No one in Ukraine. No, nope, just strictly Americans. Because I thought maybe just Ukraine was a big art market. No, you know? it's, and well, it is at certain times. It is, you know, okay. Yeah, when Democrats are in office, big. Big art, big, big big art, art interest yeah. in Ukraine. You know, some would say this is money laundering, but uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, this is this is a guy who's just learned to love art just recently. I mean, had no no inkling anywhere that he was even into art or wanted to make art until this year. And I mean, I could see after all that work why they would go for five hundred thousand dollars. Well, because you've been doing making art for a very long time, my whole life, yeah. And you've yeah. been you've had a lot of uh, national attention on yeah, your art sure, in sure, the past. Sure. You were named uh, one of the one hundred most one hundred most, most influential uh, artists in uh, in America. Yeah, yes, by yeah. An, a real art magazine yeah. at one point. Yeah, uh, so. Like you have a pretty long history mm-hmm. of having mm-hmm. interest in art and yes. and and even selling but I'm, some paintings. And I will prints. tell you this uh, this week. By the way, the art show begins this week. Uh, it opens today at Park City Fine Art in Park City, Utah. And you don't have to go. You can see some of the stuff online. I also did a uh, Instagram of the stuff I'm boxing up today uh, and shipping out because I'll be there on on uh, Saturday. And, uh, and, you know, you can just call them if you want to buy. Now, here's the thing. They are pricey. They're not $500,000. Mm-hmm. Um, but Which is uh, interesting because, you know, you're 
certainly more famous than Hunter Biden. Well, <laughs> and maybe not, maybe not infamous. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Hunter Biden maybe. isn't isn't well, other than his well, dad being president. He is not a like a massive public figure. So here's figure. the thing. I've decided to. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was a baker. My dad was a baker. That's right. Okay. So uh, I'm just I'm I'm saying I'm I want you to listen carefully. Mm-hmm. I would be very disappointed to find out that anyone who bought any of my art had the opportunity to ask my dad baking questions. Be very disappointed. I'm not, really? I'm not, I'm not saying that if you buy one, you're going to eat my so, dad. So you're saying I get to maybe like talk to no, your dad. No, no, I'm out. saying I'd be very disappointed if that ever happened. Why would you point that out? I didn't even I bring just, it up. I know. I just, I just thought it was important that mm. people knew if you're going with the intent of meeting my dad, that's not part of the deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not part of the deal. And if anybody, you know, associated with me would ever make that as a side deal, I'd be very uh, disappointed because I'm only there to sell the art. And you're not going to know who bought it, except no. you are going to meet with all of the people. I'm going to meet with all the people. Them. Yeah. 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 Wednesday night, I'm meeting with all the people. But yeah. you're yeah. not going to no. know who actually no, bought who it bought other them. than the. No. Other no. than the fact that And the only ones that are know. there at that party where I meet them are the people who are coming to buy the art. I mean, perhaps but if I we were know. in an era of encrypted communication apps, there might be a yeah. way for two people to co- to communicate no. these details. No. But we don't live no, in that, that We world. don't use that. I don't even know about those encrypted apps. Uh, I don't even know about them. You don't know about them? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. And uh, my dad's baking secrets are his secrets. Okay? <laughs> I, so. I have never seen anything like this thing with... They with Hunter Biden. I can't believe it. Like what Joe Biden needs to do is like, look, my son's had a lot of problems. I can't stop him legally from painting. However, if I hear word one, he won't. That is someone is buying these these paintings. I will never do business with anyone who buys one of his paintings. Don't buy his paintings. That is what he should say as president of the United States. The corruption is so clear and obvious here. And instead, they're like, well, what we're going to do is not tell anyone anything. And that's going to solve the problem. What if we hide all the information? And what if we don't tell anyone who's buying it, who's selling it, how much it went for? This is blatantly corrupt. And this the makes it easier for him. Why does the president of the United States need for what, a couple million dollars to play these games? It's embarrassing. Uh, Because his son is snorting most of it. All right. (laughs) Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. You and I have a voice, and it is time to make sure that Big Mobile hears our voice. For far too long, mobile companies like Verizon have been taking money that we give them, and they're spending it on things like Planned Parenthood. That's their right. As a company, they can do that. But I don't want to help them support Planned Parenthood every time I pay my phone bill. Every time I make a phone call, I'm helping abort babies. That's insane. It is time to switch to Patriot Mobile. Don't put up with what Big Mobile wants any longer. You don't have to. And right now they have two great offers to choose from. Either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. Both offers come with Premier Activation. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck for details. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage and uses the same cell towers as the major providers. So you're like, well, I don't know. I mean, Verizon, they got a lot of things covered. Yeah including all the Planned Parenthood uh, clinics. Instead, they, they use the same cell towers. And it's cheaper. It's better. It's on our side. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Sign up today so you can finally say, Hey, Big Mobile, do you hear me now? 10 seconds, station ID. 
Uh, by the way, um, you know, this whole thing with uh, this whole thing with China is just absolutely crazy. But there is one thing that makes me happy. LeBron James uh, is still being blocked by China. They refuse to release Space Jam 2. Oh, no. That's a that big deal terrible. to LeBron James. He's been playing up to China yeah. the whole time, and now he's in a big movie that sucks. But I don't know if the Chinese... Maybe the Chinese are like, that's great! I don't know. I'm just glad that he's not allowed to market himself any more than he already is. The guy sold his soul to China, and now China is like, yeah, no food for you. Couldn't happen to a better person, I'll tell you really that much. Couldn't. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Nothing better, especially when you're traveling, than taking a little time to disconnect from the rest of the world. But sometimes you have to connect to a public Wi-Fi, take care of an email, maybe, you know, get into a, an argument on, you know, social media because you just miss it so much. Unfortunately, cyber criminals are often spying on unsecured networks, just waiting to scoop up your browsing history, read your emails, and if possible, gain access to your private information. And every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances and credit. That's why there's LifeLock. LifeLock will help detect a wide range of identity threats, and they will also work with you to fix the problem if your data ends up getting compromised. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com and make sure you use the promo code BECK and save 25% right now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. That's the place to go to get your subscription to Blaze TV started. You can save 10 bucks with your uh, the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. There was some controversy over the weekend whether Joe Biden was going to round up all of our 9mm handguns. And as much as I'd like to tell you that that's what he said he was going to do, because I believe that's what in the end they do want to do, I don't believe that's what he was talking about. Last week, he was on CNN and he said, how are you going to address the gun violence from the federal point of view? And he said, and now, (laughs) I love this man. You know whenever he's lying, when he says, I'm not kidding. I'm not joking around. I'm not fooling around. That's true. That's crazy. But seriously, folks, I mean, he's like a vaudevillian actor. Anyway, his response was, now, I'm not being a wise guy. Yeah, she. There's no reason, no reason you, well, have you seen my gun violence legislation I've introduced? As you know, because you're so involved, actually. Crime is down, but gun violence and murder rates are up. Why? Mm, because you're defunding the police? Guns. Oh, I thought it was because I'm the only guy that ever got passed legislation. And when I was senator, I made sure we eliminated assault weapons. The idea you need a weapon, they have the ability to fire 20, 30, 50, 120 shots from that weapon. Whether it's a, a 9 millimeter pistol or whether it's a rifle is ridiculous. I'm continuing to push to eliminate the sale of those things. I'm not likely to get that done in the near term, however. 
Okay, so everybody thought and took him at his word that he wants to uh, round up nine millimeter pistols. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Make no mistake. In the end, they want all guns. However, what he was talking about is what he is saying about the nine millimeter. Their pistols. I don't even know what you call them. I have one and out of my cold, dead hands. But anyway, uh, they, they have with the collapsing stock. And so they're kind of like pistols and they're kind of like rifles. You can collapse them so they're they're smaller. And that's what he's talking about. I mean, you don't. I've never seen a nine millimeter handgun with a hundred and twenty magazine in it. You know what I mean? 120, 120 bullets in a magazine. That'd be kind of hard to get in your pocket or your back. I mean, it's like be carrying around a broomstick on the end of your gun. Don't they come in little swirly ones, like little like wheels? You ever see those? I've Some only those. seen those on James Bond, and I want one. <laughs> yeah, I want and one I want one. Why? I don't know. Mainly because Daddy says we can't have one. Makes me want it even more. By the way, uh, see if this sounds familiar at all. There's a, uh, a story out of Hong Kong now about what the Chinese are doing to the, quote, free residents of Hong Kong. Remember, they rounded up all those people that they could, you know, that were saying, hey, America, come help us, you know, be free. We want your freedoms. <laughs> Good thing those people were rounded up. We don't know what happened to those. But now the National Security Police. Ooh, we should have some of those in Hong Kong on Thursday said they had arrested five members of a speech therapist's union over a series of children's books depicting seditious sheep. Authorities say it shows support for the 2019 protest movement and incited hatred towards the government. Now, I just just I'm sure you're not going to find anything that sounds familiar here, but let me just. Two men, three women, aged 25 to 28, all of whom are members of the Hong Kong Speech Therapist General Union, were arrested on suspicion of conspiring to publish seditious publications in connection with the three children's picture books titled The Guardians of Sheep Village, The Garbage Collectors of Sheep Village, and The Twelve Heroes of Sheep Village. National Security Police seized around 550 children's books, leaflets, computers, and mobile phones in a morning raid on the union, arresting the chairperson and uh, several other, freezing all of their assets. Senior Superintendent Steve Lee said the sheep were intended to represent protesters who fought back against riot police in 2019 and depicted the authorities as bad guys, beautifying bad behavior and poisoning children's impressionable minds. You can't let children read about hate. Now that comes from the superintendent of schools that's banning this. Huh. One book characterizes the wolves as dirty and the sheep as clean, while another lauds the actions of heroic sheep who use their horns to fight back despite being naturally peaceful. Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions official Wong Nan Young told RFA that the case of the seditious sheep. I mean, doesn't that sound like a joke? I mean, it sounds like a, a movie like, you know, uh, you know, one of those murder mystery. The case, <laughs> the case of the seditious sheep. Um, he said it showed that even metaphors are now no longer safe from the ruling Chinese Communist Party. A crackdown on speech crimes in Hong Kong has begun.
The Hong but, Kong thing's over, isn't it? Which is really depressing. Oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. You see what was happening in in Cuba this weekend? I mean, the bloody riots that were going on from the police just beating people in the streets. Nobody seems to be caring about that. I don't know why. I don't know why. Nobody I didn't see that everywhere. I think the, I'm, may, you may be right on that. I, th- I think a lot of people on the right care about it. I think a lot of people on the left care about it in that they don't want the regime to be toppled. There is some care there, which is part of the reason why we don't hear much about it. You'd think that would be a real priority for for the there's this well, the suggestion of just making sure that people can get on the Internet right now seems like a really easy, basic thing. So at least this stuff can be pushed out and we can hear about it. Well, Even you wouldn't. You, I mean, the government doesn't want to interfere with what Google and Facebook and you know social media platforms are they doing. Would never, they, they would never. They would never want to do that. that no. Say, hey, can you guys open that up a little bit? You know. Um, and by the way, I, I think it's. I think it's. It's wrong think, really, uh, Stu, that you would even suggest that people have a right to get online and say what they want. Is it? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Danny Deutsch was. Uh, was on some MSNBC show. And Donnie? Do, is it Denny or Danny or Donnie? I don't really care that much. You didn't care enough to know his nope. name? Nope. I think it's da- Danny? Nope, Don- it's, Don- it's Donnie Deutsch. Donnie, you said, you said Danny, and then I said Donnie, and then I reversed myself. I think it was the Let's opposite. just go with Denny. Denny. Denny, Denny Deutsch. Deutsch. Denny Deutsch. Uh, That's what he said uh, <laughs> on MSNBC. Look, whether it's a mandate on mask, a mandate of vaccine, yeah. is at this point... There is a percentage of the population that who cares whether they're angry or upset about that. This is just there's 330 million people in this country. We need to protect ourselves. And as, and as, as Willie and Alicia mentioned, look, there's, there's been mandates on throughout time. I grew up having to get a smallpox vaccine. We all did other vaccines also. So I'm done worrying about what people think. I'm done worrying about. Is there going to be a firestorm, whether it's a mandated mask, whether it's a mandated vaccine? There's an idiot percentage of this population that just needs to be told what to do and guess what you don't have a choice Mm. too bad Mm. Mm. that's interesting because i would imagine that uh, he's talking about people like in this audience that are just idiots that just need to be told what to do i think our founders would be very proud of that of course they didn't see things like disease coming our way you know what i mean they they couldn't see a pandemic coming no no that's all new stuff. All new. But I'm certainly glad that we have heroes. I mean, can you... How do you think you're on the right side of history when you know the arc of history always bends towards justice and freedom? It may take a, a long time, but have you not read about the Soviet Union? Have you not read about uh uh italy and germany and all of these places just recently that have tried this have you not read about that it doesn't end well for the people who are pushing it doesn't end well well what's it pushing it what what is it uh authoritarianism it's saying i don't care about what the little people say Mm. really wow you know king arthur they don't think really existed right you know that right the, the idea of King Arthur was, they think, was just more of uh, something that, that came from the serfs or the smurfs or whatever they are. That came from all of the people. They couldn't own land. They looked for a great king someday that would actually care about them. And that's why they think the King Arthur thing 
you know, the legend grew that he was a, a good, just king. These guys are on the sides of the king and they're saying, I don't really care about the peasants. I mean, how elitist, how do you think that you're on the right side saying these kinds of things? Yeah, because you can almost make an argument like in the King Arthur times, it was a little excusable, right? Where you'd say, well, I hope someday a king comes along and is nice to us. But we should now, by now, know the evidence of history that when you're looking for some king to be benevolent, some all-powerful person to just make sure they tolerate you enough, it's never a good way to go. It doesn't work. doesn't work. doesn't work. It doesn't work when you have a balanced government. It takes about 250 years to dismantle it. I mean... Look at what we had. We've had bad. We've had bad uh, administrations. We've had good administrations. You know, there's been times, but we would always ebb and flow. And I would think that we'd always get better. But that apparently has stopped. And now you're just saying, I just think people should shut up and just do what we say. This is why you. Wow. Why you make your foundations, you know, rights based, right? Oh, there's there's an update on that. There's a there's there an is. update on okay. yeah there's mm-hmm. um, voting going on in Maine about rights. Okay, they're thinking about introducing new rights. Oh, good. Yeah, What's and the people the... are going to vote on it. Great. What's the new right? Oh, I'll tell you. Give me give me a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah, tell you. You're gonna love this. Uh, all right. Let me tell you. Uh, let uh, Stu tell you about GenuCell. Yeah. Uh, so GenuCell is right now knocking out uh, a wonderful deal. This is a big their big summer deal. First time ever. You get 50% off your uh, first online GenuCell order uh, during their summer blowout sale. Get 50% off packages, including GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness and GenuCell's eyelid lift. You can get the customer favorite GenuCell uh, Vitamin C Deep Firming Serum at uh, free at checkout as well. And, uh, you know, this is going to help your skin get uh, smooth as silk, free from redness and dark marks right before your eyes. Plus, it's guaranteed, so you don't have to worry about whether I'm telling you the truth uh, or GenuCell is telling you the truth, or if Mary from Reno, Nevada is telling you the truth, she says, I've been using GenuCell for a while now. It's perfect for my sensitive skin. These products hydrate and bathe my skin completely. Now I'm blemish-free, so much so that I don't need any face makeup anymore. Uh, you can get 50% off today, online orders only. Go to GenuCell.com and enter Beck30 at checkout for an extra 30 bucks off. They're loading you up here. Results guaranteed, or you get 100% of your money back. Don't wait. Call now, 800-577-8709, or go to GenuCell.com, 800-577-8709, or G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay. Really torn on this story. I uh, thought I was against it when I read the headline. Then I thought I was for it as I read the story. And now I'm not sure. Maine voters are set to decide this fall whether to enshrine a right to food into their constitution. If passed, the state would become the first to guarantee such a right. Sounds like a bad idea, doesn't it? Here's what the... But the proposed constitutional amendment states um, voters, they're asking voters if they, quote, favor amending the Constitution of Maine to declare that all individuals have a natural, inherent and unalienable right to grow, raise, 
harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being, period. Now I'm for it. Absolutely for it. It's, but it's a reaffirming of this. You have the right to food. You have the right. This, this right, by the way, went away under the FB, um, FDR administration. There was a farmer that said, you can't regulate my wheat. I only grow enough wheat for my own use. My wife and I, we make our own bread and we, we grind the wheat ourselves. You don't have any right to come onto my property and talk to me about what I need to do with my wheat. You can't regulate me because it's what I'm consuming. And the, uh, the, all of the uh, trade laws between the states, they went out the window. All your rights, the trade laws became paramount. No, no, no. What you're doing, that pollen might go to another farm in another area. And so you don't have a right to do that. Now, this is really, really dangerous because that's what set up the GMO market. The GMOs, if you have GMOs in in any farm area, those GMOs, they, if you will, infect the other markets. So they'll go to one, one uh, farm to another farm, and it mixes. And pretty soon, you can't grow corn anymore because your corn seed is no good. Because the GMO, because the companies want to keep making money on charging for seeds, the GMO uh, distributors have a right to make sure that nobody is using their wheat unless they've paid for it or their corn unless they've paid for it. So what's happening here is actually this is an organic farmer that is pushing for this, saying, no, I have a right to grow anything I want. You can't you can't tell me no. The problem is, is the seed language in the contracts will make it difficult for anybody in Maine to do business with GMO seed producers. And that may be the reason for this whole mess. But I think I support the right to raise your own food, do anything that you want. You have a right to eat. You have a right to grow your own food, raise your own food, do what you need to do. You have a right to go fishing. I don't, I, I'm sorry, but I don't agree with fishing license. It's just a way for the state to make money. I don't agree with a fishing license. Why, why do I have to go get a fishing license for, for something I'm doing in the, in the river that crosses my property? What are you talking about? You have a right to eat. And now Maine is, is I think, for a good reason, wading into these waters. But you don't want states doing anything other than affirming your rights come from God. I want to talk to you about jerks. And I'll do it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So you heard me talking about built Bars for a little while now. And I know, despite what my sense of taste tells me, built Bars are technically protein bars. But here's the thing. I think they're candy bars, and I think they should be marketed as candy bars. Built Bar is like, no, it's protein bar. It's really healthy for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a candy bar. No, it's a health bar. 
candy bar. Health bar. Candy bar. It's made with 100% real chocolate, and they taste like candy bars. Now, I guess you're going to get those people who, you know, want to eat healthy. I just want to be healthy. Well, if you're calling them a candy bar, I guess it'll be harder to get those people on board. But then if they actually do their homework and they really want to be healthy, then they'll read the package. That's not something candy bar consumers do. We just eat it. It's good. Yummy. Open package. Eat. Health people, they read the package. They see it's loaded with protein and it's got five net carbs or four net carbs, 120 calories. They're fantastic for the healthy people. But this is a victory for us poor slobs down, you know, thinking I'm too fat to even start thinking about not getting fat anymore. I'm just going to eat candy bars. And it's it's a hoax, people. It's a hoax. It's a candy bar. No, it's a protein bar. Built bar. You decide. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your next order. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. All right, so I want to talk to you about jerks. And, uh, you know, and you know who I'm talking about. I mean, all the jerks in your life, all the jerks in my life, <laughs> do. Uh, and, uh, hmm? And where did that come from? Where are all these jerks come from? How come there are so many jerks around us? I was born in New York, and I yeah, grew yeah, up in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. Whew. Well, you know what it is. It's the hardships of childhood. They had a hard time in childhood. They had, oh my gosh, they had all kinds of trials and tribulations that you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They had tests like crazy. Oh boy, they were put to the test. And so what happens is most people will, you know, mask the pain. I used alcohol to mask the pain. Others mask it with greed or gluttony. I actually do a little of that one too. Arrogance distance and so you look at them and you're like that's an arrogant sob and you don't know about all the trials and the tests and the tribulations but which one do you want to be i mean because we all had stuff that happened to us all we all have had stuff happen to us you know it's funny a friend of mine said you know everybody wants a testimony everybody loves the testimony of somebody who is like oh my gosh i was so poor and broke and downtrodden and i had nothing and then all of a sudden i realized and now look at me i'm jennifer aniston and everybody loves that everybody loves that but a testimony requires the first part it's not the emoni it's the test the test is what gives you the ammoni. And nobody wants it. Nobody wants hard times. Life is unfair. It's so unfair. I don't like it because it's not fair. Who, who started this lie that life was fair? Life, <laughs> life is hard. And then it gets harder. And then you die. Now, that's pretty pessimistic way to look at it, but it's true. Um, however, that's I could not get through my day if it was like that. I've had really, really bad days. I've had really bad years. I've had horrible decades. But it gets better. Even my lows aren't so low. And 
that happened for a reason. So if you're today thinking, well, I can't make it. Or if you think that there's really legitimate, and I'm sure there are, really legitimate things that have happened to you that are unfair, the question is, stop whining for a second. If you want to fix it, ask yourself this question. So now what? My life sucks right now. And the world is unfair. Okay, now what? Because you can't just spend your whole life, oh, life is unfair. Yeah, I know, I know. You've told me a thousand times. Now what? And you really have two routes. You can try to make life fair. That's going to be tough. But you can try to make life fair. Now, the problem with that is, is when you make it fair for some, it will be unfair for others. For instance, income tax. Is it fair that, you know, people at the upper end of the uh, spectrum pay 50% of everything they earn and 50% of the country pays nothing? Is that fair? Do we all have a dog in the fight? Are we all in it together if half of the people are getting money from the government and not putting anything in? I don't think that's fair, but life isn't fair. But if we're trying to make it fair, well, for instance, there's a story out. The Democrats are now going to, uh, they're trying to pass some, uh, some new, uh, new bill, a Democratic proposal that will give more federal aid to black people than white people. Well, that doesn't sound fair, does it? Just because of your skin color, you have a better chance of getting aid. Look, I, you know, if, if, if something's out of balance, I want to fix that because fairness is treating everyone alike. I thought, but now fairness is to make sure, I guess that we're discriminating against one group in favor of another. But I thought that was discrimination. And we banned that in our enlightened 1960s and 1865. I thought we I thought we got rid of that stuff. At least that's what we were trying to do. But see, it's the disparity. Whites, 72 percent of white families own a home. Only 42 percent of black families own homes. Okay, so that's a 30 point gap. That's bad. It must have been getting worse, right? Well, in 1960, that 30 point gap was a 27 point gap. So the 20 trillion dollars. That the United States of America has put in to raise the level of black families trillions, over $20 trillion. And we still have a 27 point gap over a 30% gap. And has the rest of their lives gotten better from this? No, but you know, life isn't fair. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you're trying to fix an issue of unfairness, what happens when your fix becomes unfair? Then you have to ask yourself, do the ends justify the means? Do you think you should be punished for laws that you didn't create? In other words, I didn't round up the Japanese. FDR did. 
I didn't enslave people. My people weren't even here in America when that was going on. I mean, I hate to point out they were in Germany because it doesn't really help my case any, but they weren't here. So what's the deal with that? That doesn't seem fair. Would you want to pay for something that you didn't have any part of? Would you want to be punished for something you wouldn't want that you didn't do? Would you want to be punished because those who look like you in terms of skin color did something or created something that now is deemed bad, but was fine back then? I wouldn't. And I wouldn't want to subject anybody else because if I can subject them to that, they can subject, subject, subject me into that same category. The best man can do is say life isn't always fair and try to create win-wins. But to create a win-win, you kind of have to let nature work. So your first option is, you know, try to make life fair. But that's fraught with traps. The other is you could get angry and take it out on others. And that's where a lot of people go. It's where a lot of people are now. Why do you think, where did Antifa come from? What is that? They care about totalitarianism. No, they don't. They're fascists. It's either their way or no way. That's pretty much a thumbnail of a fascist. Where did all this anger come from? Well, they're white. Mainly white people. And they've had a very hard time usually growing up in the suburbs. So you can see the angst there. Uh Uh-huh. We're just trying to help other people, trying to make it fair for them. Oh, by being unfair? Well, life's just against you. Really? Because I'd like to say life is probably not against you. Most likely not. Most likely not against you. You know, everybody is born and everybody, you know, is is not born with the same anything except humanness. So we're all human. Um, But. Life is supposed to be something that you can work your way through. And, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was kind and actually thanked the executioner right before he was hung. He seemed to work that out. And it was pretty bad. He was in a concentration camp for a while and then executed 15 days before Hitler. How unfair is that? He fought against Hitler the whole time, and 15 days before Hitler kills himself, they execute him. Boy, that's not fair. Sometimes it's true that the cards are stacked against you. I mean, I'd hate to point out that uh, the cards were pretty much stacked against me from birth. You know, to be here? No way. No way! This would happen. Is it because I'm white? Nope. It's because I was raised. Figure it out. It's got to be a path. Figure it out. Now, when when no media would take me, when everybody was like, oh, you can't be anything but Fox. Really? I'm going to start something new. That's crazy. How stupid is that? Nobody's going to watch streaming online. Uh, Yeah, that's what they said 10 years ago. Now look at where we are. Life, I can't get a show on a network. 
I've tried to get shows on Amazon and Netflix, HBO. I've met with them. They've actually said to me, this is great, but we can't work with you. Why? Because the other artists wouldn't like it. Uh, Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, that doesn't seem fair, does it? Does it? So do I go and try to break them all up and say, you can't do that? Nope. Nope. Just do it my way and realize that there are things I can't do. But see, I take a third way to life isn't fair. I know that. I admit that. Sucks to be you sometimes. Sucks to be me sometimes. But I also know that I'm a beacon. I also know that what I think I attract. So if I'm thinking negative things, I'll attract negative things. If I think negative thoughts, I'm going to attract negative people. But if I'm thinking positive things, good things, and I'm actually engaged in living that, good things will follow. Not always. Not the things that you necessarily want. I haven't wanted the last 10 years. Stu, have you really wanted the last 10 years? If you were mapping out 10 years ago what these 10 years would have been like, would you have got, you know what, Glenn, I'd be happy if, uh, if that was the path. <laughs> I may have diagrammed it a little bit I, uh, Yes, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. right. But are you happy with where you are now in 10 years, even though everything that's happened to us in the last 10 years? Sure. I, I am. It's all part of that journey, I suppose. Even though some some turns we ran into brick walls. Yes. And really kind of like did some damage. (laughs) Not to the wall, to us. (laughs) You know, study after study shows that religious people and conservatives are happy. They're happier than liberals. And the more down that road of Marxism you go, the darker you seem to go. Why? Why? Because where's the hope in everything sucks? Where's the hope in I'll never get better, I'll never get out of this trap, and neither will my kids? Where is the hope in everything has to be burned down? You know, because at some point you do stop and go, if we burn everything down, what's going to be left that will get everybody to hang together through it? That's why Marxist revolutions always end in some horrible... You know, it wasn't it wasn't Stalin uh, that was uh, was the pick of the people. That happened afterwards. Stalin came in, you know, right after. It doesn't work out. And it did here in America because they had a positive vision. We believe that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to make sure that those things are guarded, we lend certain rights to the government. And if the government ever becomes an adversary to those rights, we have the right and the responsibility to abolish it and then set something up that will be better at protecting those rights. See, it's not like we're going to abolish America. That's what that's what Antifa would say. We're just going to do something different. Really? What? Could you share it with us? That's what people in Washington are doing. We're just going to change all this to what? How about you share it? See, that was the difference between all revolutions and our revolution. We set out at the forefront. This is what we want to build. 
And if we can take control of our own self, we will build that. And they did. And it wasn't it wasn't promised to be utopia. It was promised to be a place that would live by the rule of law, not the rule of men, but the rule of law. And that we would correct our mistakes. Because we weren't we weren't setting up a perfect nation. We want to set up a more perfect nation, one that is going to have flaws, one that's going to one that's not going to be fair because only God's kingdom will be fair. One that won't be fair, but we try every day to make it more fair, more perfect for as many people as we can without doing harm to the rights of the rest of the people. All right. I I can't believe I've had my rec tech for like a year and a half. I can tell you I am in love with it today as much as I was in love with it the first day I got it. Because rec tech gives me the opportunity to make amazing, delicious meals that between you and I uh, aren't burnt. Everything I ever tried to grill burned to a crisp. Because I'll go in and I'll like forget about it and the whole damn thing will be on fire when I get out there. And I'm like, well, all steaks. We only have to cut a couple of inches off the top and the bottom, and there should be a sliver of steak in there someplace that's edible. Rectech, it cooks using smart grill technology. It knows when to adjust the temperature. It lets me observe uh, everything on an app. So right now in in, uh, Dallas, it's uh, about 100 degrees and uh, about 100% humidity, and I like it about not at all. And so standing out in front of my grill does not sound like a good idea. But with Rectech and their smart grill technology, I'm in. Follow Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. That's Rectech with a Q.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, who are we as a people? I heard a story uh, the other day about a guy who's going out and he needed to do some shopping. And it was a downtown because they didn't have malls back then. Just like now. He needed to do some shopping and needed to go out, but it was raining. So he took an umbrella with him. He goes into the first store and he, you know, buys some stuff. And while he's in there, it stops raining. And then he goes to the next door and he does some stuff and buys some stuff. And then the next door and the next door. Well, at the end of the day, he's done all of it. But he realizes because it's now raining again. Crap. I don't have my umbrella. Where did I leave my umbrella? He left it at one of the stores. So he backtracks. He goes to the last door. No umbrella. Next door. Have you seen my umbrella? No, I don't have your umbrella. Next door. Gets all the way back to the first store. And the guy who's in the first store says, oh, my gosh, yeah, we do have your umbrella. We were hoping you would come back. The guy takes it and he grumbles on his way out. Thank God for an honest man. All the rest of the stores claimed they didn't have it. (laughs) This is what we're living in right now. This is what we're living in. Sometimes you really don't have a reason to be pissed. You know? All right, Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about football. Yeah, yeah. 
Stu? That's why you come here to this program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I actually, do, I well, I don't want to talk football. I do. I'm interested in the topic of the masks with what's happening with football. And so I thought I'd bring in an expert. And it's not Stu. Well, I mean, you do go to Jason Whitlock when you want to hear some talk about football yeah. and culture. Yeah. Jason Whitlock's joining us in just about a minute. Stand by. Hey, I don't know if you've heard the good news or not, but Democrats have proposed another $5 trillion uh, reconciliation and social reform bill. It's great. And by the way, did you hear Janet Yellen say that, you know, a few years ago we had to we had to do a debt continuation thing where we're, we're just promising, hey, we're good for this debt. We're good for this debt and we won't stop paying our bills. Um, yeah, it might not be good to spend another five trillion dollars when she said this absolutely positively must pass you have to do everything possible to not default on our debts for even a minute okay all right well sounds like a good safety tip maybe we're spending too much this week Goldline is giving away free silver with their extremely popular five dollar indian coins these, with every qualifying order, you will receive 10 brilliant uncirculated sil- uh, silver Kennedy half dollars at no additional cost. Great special on an already low-cost item. If you're thinking about gold and silver, and you should be, this is the perfect promotion for you. They're standing by right now waiting for your call at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, including the new Fearless with Jason Whitlock. With its COVID protocols, the NFL is implementing medical Jim Crow, and Joe Biden loves it. That's from the latest edition uh, of uh, the Blaze podcast from Jason Whitlock. Who's joining us now? Hi, Jason. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Happy Monday. Yeah, thank you. So I've been—I heard this uh, about the NFL over the weekend, and I'm not qualified to talk about it at all. So I thought I'd let you and Stu talk about let you and Stu talk about it. You know, for the people who you know want something halfway accurate. Perfect. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm here to do it. This okay. Is... So what do you mean by modern day Jim Crow? Well, uh, to be quite honest with you, Tucker Carlson coined the phrase medical Jim Crow. Uh, A couple of months ago, he was talking about how these COVID restrictions are going to negatively impact black Americans because we are the most reluctant by all the data. All the data says we are the most reluctant to take the COVID vaccines. And we're seeing it play out in the National Football League. The, the, The NFL has implemented some rules in terms of even if you're unvaccinated, and you breach any of the protocols they set up, including not having your mask on 24-7 whenever you're in the building, you're going to face a $14,000 fine. If, if your team has some kind of COVID uh, outbreak that involves an unvaccinated player, you, your team could be forced to forfeit games and paychecks. All of this, all of these restrictions, based on the data and the research and who's getting the vaccines, are going to disproportionately impact black NFL players negatively. And it's how these COVID restrictions, again, the the left 
loves to talk about, oh, Jim Crow, voter suppression. It's Jim Crow 2.0, and it's, look, these rules requiring an ID are going to negatively impact poor black and brown people. And it's all BS, uh, Glenn. I have yet, this, this whole voter ID deal, it's a victimless crime in terms of, I haven't seen any proof that black people are showing up at the polls and being turned away because they have no ID or they're sitting at home. Oh, I got no ID. I can't do voter mail or whatever. It's all garbage. What actually is legitimate is what's going on with these COVID restrictions, but you won't hear anybody on the left talk about it. Okay, so why is it that the, the black community is is the worst at not getting vaccinated? Uh, no group of people has been preached to hmm. more aggressively, don't trust the government. Right? Black people. Stu, we were right. <laughs> Stu and I were talking about this this morning, and we we're like, if you're black, why would you take it? You're being told everybody is trying to kill you. Here, yeah. take this vaccine. And look, there have been examples of the, the, the Tuskegee syphilis project that, you know, from the 1930s that really damaged black men and we were basically lab rats yeah uh and so that's part of our history but again it's part of our history what's going on today is corporate media and the democratic puppet masters every day telling black people man this government is out to get you it's systemically racist you have no shot and so it makes perfect sense for black people to say, man, I'm not going to trust an experimental, an experimental vaccine that hasn't gone through all the proper normal uh, protocols and channels that vaccines go through before they're issued in mass. It, it, it makes perfect sense for us to be the least likely to go get the shot. So why then is the media attacking Trump supporters when that's not it's not even true why are they going after people um and not mentioning blacks and hispanics which are far yeah. more less likely to get vaccinated because all the corporate media does is lie and they particularly lie about race issues and they want to demonize oh my god there's this delta variant and it's trump supporters and and again it's almost like there are two dishonest messages confusing black people. One is uh, the government's out to get you, and, and they're, they're plotting every day on how they can kill you. And two is, oh, man, these Trump supporters, they're destroying America for you, and you must hate them because they're your mortal enemies. And, and Glenn, I, I'm, I'm going to go to my death saying, Trump supporters and black people are natural allies. Mm -hmm. Both groups need to wake up mm -hmm. and, and understand we're we're not the elites. And, and I, I, you know, it's Glenn Beck is worth a gazillion dollars. I'm worth a lot of money. I get when people oh, well, you guys are elites, too. Our mentality is an elite. Uh, you know, our faith in a higher power makes us humble ourselves and have a different worldview. And so even though I'm wealthy, I'm not an elite. I have a working class mentality. Well, you and know, it, beyond that, 
I, you know, I don't think it matters when we're all saying everyone should have the same opportunity and shot. I don't unlike uh, Donnie Deutsch, who came out. Can you play this for Jason, who came out this weekend and said this? Imagine the arrogance to say this on TV. Look, whether it's a mandate on mask, a mandate of vaccine is at this point, there is a percentage of the population that. Who cares whether they're angry or upset about that? This is just there's 330 million people in this country. We need to protect ourselves. And as, and as, as Willie and Alicia mentioned, look, there's, there's been mandates on throughout time. I grew up having to get a smallpox vaccine. We all did other vaccines also. So I'm done worrying about what people think. I'm done worrying about is there going to be a firestorm, whether it's a mandated mask, whether it's a mandated vaccine. There's an idiot percentage of this population that just needs to be told what to do and guess what wow i think that's yeah. elite that's elite that that's certainly an un-american sentiment it's also a dangerous sentiment when when again that's someone who arrogant self-important thinks he's smarter than everybody else and it's literally that I, I promise you I wake up every day hoping I don't make a fool out of myself with something ignorant that I do, mm-hmm. and that's my system of checks and balances to make sure that, that I act normal. I, I just don't have that superiority gene that Donnie Deutsch seems to have, and a lot of people on the left seem to have. They're just smarter than everybody else, and the rest of us are just blessed to be in their presence. In your, uh, in your article, you talk about um, a player from Arizona and Tampa that – uh, spoke out last week about this and yeah. you said we can't be cowards and sheep forever what do you mean well deandre hopkins the arizona cardinal wide receiver has expressed his reluctance and concern about the vaccine leonard fournette who plays with tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers just won the super bowl he's tweeted out he doesn't want to get the vaccine and i i just think that what initially started out in corporate sports media was they were going to frame Cole Beasley, this white wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He was the first to, to start speaking up, and he, he was actually doing it probably on behalf of his black teammates who were probably too afraid to speak up because they just don't want to deal with the social media backlash. And so the media was going to frame like Cole Beasley. He's the only one as white guys and he's a Trump supporter and, you know, he's against the vaccine. And, and so I'm just glad to see DeAndre Hopkins and Leonard Fournette express what I know many black people think and feel. The data backs it up. That's how we think and feel. Certainly in those, those NFL locker rooms aren't immune to what the rest of us think and feel. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, the Cowboys running back, came out and said, look, man, I grew up in a family where none of us got vaccinated. We, we just didn't believe in any, of the va- <laughs> in any of the vaccines. And that's prevalent among black people. And we don't we, we got to quit being in fear of the social media mob and the left framing us as idiots or sellouts or whatever, we got to man up like DeAndre Hopkins and Leonard Fournette and Cole Beasley and speak our truth. So do you, do you actually believe you said that um, this COVID-19 uh, is, is going to make uh, the emancipation proclamation. I'm trying to figure out what, I, what, 
I'm trying to find it. Do you remember what you wrote? Yeah, I yeah. said that these restrictions that the NFL are implementing are going to make uh, they're going to come off like stop and frisk in old New York. Or they're going to make stop and frisk feel like the Emancipation Proclamation and Juneteenth wrapped all into one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and do you believe that? Uh, to some degree, yeah. yes. Now, look, I'm being entertaining in a column, and I want to say yeah, sure, sure, sure. remember, just like you did. I but did remember. Well, I <laughs> barely remembered it, but I, I that was the line that stuck out. Yeah, um, and it's just an analogy. To like This is the same way we complained about stop and frisk in New York. It's targeting black people, targeting black people. This COVID restriction, it's targeting black NFL players. The, the, the data speaks for itself. Mm. Uh, Jason, thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, is it okay to be happy that the Team USA is not doing yes. good? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't write it in my column, but I was rooting for France. Right? I don't want to see these guys on a medal stand irritating me. I, so I'd rather them lose than get on the medal stand and do any type of protest and irritate me. Yeah, it just felt wrong because I remember you know, rooting against the Soviet Union and I've never rooted against the America, you know, the American team. And I'm kind of there. I'm like, yeah, I don't want them to win. I don't want no. them to win. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. <laughs> he knew right where I was going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leslie lives in Maryland. She writes in about her dog's experience with rough green. She says, my three year old Chinese. Oh, my gosh. She's got a Chinese dog. Well, don't worry. The Justice Department will not investigate (laughs) anything. Uh, She says, um, my Chinese crested powder puff. Wow, that sounds like. She says, it's frustratingly picky. Really? You got a dog named a powder puff and it's picky? Who would have seen that coming? We were just talking about elitists, too. And here we see one. I threw away more food (laughs) than she ate. I tried every possible food and even tried cooking it for uh, for her. As you can imagine, that got very old. But then I tried rough greens. I don't even have to clean her bowl. She cleans it and leaves no trace that was that there was ever any food in it at all. Apparently, she loves the taste, and I'm glad to give her the nutrients that she needs to stay healthy. Thank you so much. P.S. I do still wash her bowl anyway. Leslie, thank you for writing in. I don't wash his bowl, but that's a difference. You can get a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out, especially if they're picky. Just try it. All you pay for is shipping. You try it for a week and, and see if they like it and they eat it. And if so, then order a real bag of Rough Greens uh, and then watch your dog change over time. It's Rough Greens, 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 888-727-BECK. Hey, Stu. Uh... I don't know if you saw this, um, but uh, optimism has dropped almost 20 points since May over uh, the American people. Since they, May. Since May. Mm. Yeah, since May. This May. This this last May. Just a couple months ago. 2021. 2021. Yeah. I'm people su- are less optimistic about the future. That actually does surprise me. Because you think coming out of COVID, out of. No, because we're going right the back race in. Riots. They know we're going right back in really yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think i think most people are like nah it's coming back yeah they're gonna do it. if texas doesn't i ain't going 
I'm not going. I don't think. Any, do you think any red state? No. Nope. Certainly a gov. Let's just say you happen to live in a state with a governor who may have aspirations for uh, the presidency, or just to be reelected, <laughs> or nope. just to be reelected. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Nope, not happening. By the way, did you hear the crowd in where was it Arizona that went after? Do we have this audio by any chance? I think I sent it. No, we don't. Oh shoot! You got to look this up. Uh, she was running, I think. Or she is an Arizona senator, a senator, and she's running for uh, re-election. But she was the only senator that said, "No, we don't need to check these numbers. No, let's just let's move on." Uh, they didn't let her speak. She got up at the big convention mm. and mm-mm, not speaking. I don't know. I've, I've, I, I tend to pull back from the idea of not letting people speak. I feel like letting people speak is usually a good thing, even when you don't like them. Because then they wind up saying dumb things you can later. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I'd much rather see everybody get up and turn their back on them and just face the other direction. Let them speak. (laughs) We're just we're just looking in the back of the room. That's all we're doing. What do you what do you mean? We're letting you speak. We believe in freedom of speech. Speak all you want. We're not watching you listening to you. Nope. And then when you (laughs) say goodnight, everybody, we all just sit back down like nothing happened. I think that would be great. But uh, does sound like a that doesn't sound childish to you at all. No, <laughs> no, I think people are, I think people are just pissed. Yeah. I think they're, no, I think they're you know, they're not where they were, you know, 10 or 12 years ago when it's they true. first started speaking up and like, Hey, Hey, let everybody speak. No, I think they're kind of past that when it comes to their own side, you know, you get, wait, hold it just a second. Wait, you didn't even want to open up the door so we could see what was going on. You, you're, you're yeah. really right. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's <laughs> just yeah. I don't think so. I, why why would you show up to an event oh. like that? It doesn't seem to make and any she, sense. Yeah, she had to have known, right? Are they that out of touch, even locally, that they're like, no, they'll love me? I don't know. I, I, that's an interesting question. I mean, I think sometimes there are people who think if they can get in front of a crowd, they can turn people around. Well, I can. And you you've done it. Oh, well, in all seriousness, <laughs> you've done it at very hostile events i've seen it happen yeah where you'll go out there and they will basically they'll be like all of a sudden you start speaking and there's a bunch of red dots moving around on your chest i know you're (laughs) like you're like wait a minute uh i thought you guys didn't like guns why are these (laughs) all on my you're able to turn them around i mean that people do get that in their heads but you should you need to know where you're going and what your audience is yeah and i don't think that was it's not going to go well for her in a re-election i'm just unless she runs as a democrat or maybe an independent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, don't think it's going to go well. Don't think it's going to go well. Hey, have a uh, great day, especially if you're a senator from, from Arizona. <laughs> hey, just go on and take on the day. This is the Glenn Beck Program.